What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John. This is YouTube Live and the podcast. We are sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Numero uno, John. How much Tito's did you consume on? Forget about New Year's Eve. New <clears throat> Year's Day. I actually didn't need it on New Year's Day, from what I could tell. I haven't had a cocktail in a couple of days. I you know, tried to be sober. Uh, had too many Tito's throughout 2023. I've taken a deep breath the last couple of days. So I, I just I, I haven't. No Tito's. Uh, yes, Tito's in 2024. Tito's handmade vodka. A lot American of Tito's coming. Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Distilled and bottled. It would have been a different story if uh, Quinn Ewers and Texas could have put the ball within the uh, pylon last night late. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume. Namely, 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Do you have a Tito's toast today? I, you know, if Jim Harbaugh becomes the Raiders' next coach, do they kind of get to claim that victory yesterday? Like, is that the biggest victory in uh, Raider history? Uh, well, <laughs> or one of them? <laughs> what, if he becomes their coach after losing a national championship game, is that is that a tough look or is that a good look? Uh, I, I think he couldn't lose that game yesterday. He had to. Oh, win. It would have been a bad L. You you can leave. Yeah, he. I mean, he he might have lost. He. If he was going to leave, he was going to leave whether he wins or loses any of these games, right? I mean, guy, he's been suspended twice in the same season. Suspended twice. Yeah, I was just continuing <laughs> the tradition of like taking a shot at the Raiders if they hired a guy coming off a national championship loss. I wasn't saying Jim can't leave. I think Jim is leaving. Um, I think it'd be their the best hire since John Madden or young John Gruden. I mean, it'd be an incredible coup if they got Jim Harbaugh to come there. I, Del Rio saved the franchise, John. You're forgetting. You just don't want to give Del Rio the credit. I mean, he built he built a new weight room. That was a, honestly that was a pretty solid hire relative to what we've seen over the last whatever decade since, right? Uh, John Atito's toast for me to special teams coaches around the globe. <laughs> I thought that the Cowboys special teams coach Bones Jones, uh, trying that dumb play against the Niners in the twenty twenty, what was that? The twenty one playoffs was one of the worst things I'd ever seen in a big game, where they left their punt team on the field. I can't remember. Oh, they got a first down uh, on a scramble play, fake punt, and then left everybody out there to try and make the Niners take a timeout or something stupid. But then that was topped by Texas, who has a legit, like Jeff Banks is their special teams coach, John. He's supposed to be one of the great special teams coaches. And he not once, but twice, actually multiple times. He's a stripper a, guy, right? Uh, is that a pole assassin? Yeah, that's Jeff Banks. He not once, but because he's because he's an Alabama he's an Alabama guy. Alabama guy. They had a guy on kickoff return with a full arm cast, fumbled two times in a row on kickoff return in the biggest game of the year. I couldn't believe it. He fumbled and picked it up with one arm both times because he only has one working arm. (laughs) Michigan had a pretty tough day too, and if I I don't know if you saw what was going around the interweb, who their special teams coach is. Turns out it's Harbaugh's kid. (laughs) In in fairness to all special teams coaches when a field goal kicker misses a kick by, you know, hits it out of bounds. Like that's on the kicker to me. And yeah. to me, when some of these guys muff the punts and freak out, <clears throat> there's a procedural thing. Like when Sark first play of the game, they get a flag. <laughs> you know, that's Harbaugh's done that before. That's to me, everyone's kind of tight. Everyone's For too sure. amped up. That's on the coach. I think sometimes special teams, and this goes back to the high tower days. Now they were so bad. It was hard not to kind of judge him. It's like, is it Jay Harbaugh's fault when the dude muffs the punt and they almost lose on a safety slash touchdown in one of the worst positions imaginable? Like to me, that the arm cast thing, 
That's pretty nuts. I, I think some of the Harbaugh stuff, everyone freaking out. It's like, what, what, Jay Harbaugh supposed to go back there and catch the fucking ball for the kid? What happened to the, you know, everybody watching is a special teams coach now because everyone just yells like, I suppose, I thought you're not supposed to field it inside the 10. Heels on the 10 and don't go back. Right? We heard that for 20 years watching TV. Heels on the 10 and don't go back. I love what Herb Street did, though, on the Michigan one when the kid fumbled. He's like, I'm going to take a positive spit on this. Good job by him recovering that muff. <laughs> he could have panicked that he didn't, which uh, is a good, t- which is, I agree with I, that take, actually. Listen, I, I've, I, I guess I'm, I would say I'm closer to indifferent on Herbie just as a announcer or whatever. He's, fu- he's fine. Uh, I, I do think it's fair to say he might not like the SEC, but he's kind of good at hiding it, like Big Ten guy. He said a couple of things like, you know, Jalen's really got to scoop that snap up. The thing's like bouncing back to him. The fucking snapper, I, I was reading, had been doing this all season long, saving, screaming at the center. He's like, you know, Milrow's got to be an athlete. Athlete, the fucking ball's all over the place. I, he's not a third I, I baseman. He's a quarterback. Some, some of these Northeast Yankees, I, I, I think it's very difficult for them. You know, Danny Cannell forever is a Florida State guy. Hates the SEC. He doesn't hide it. Joel Klatt, not a big SEC guy. I think a lot of these people, in a weird way, I don't even know if jealousy is the right word, but just doesn't like them. You know, I can't hide it. You know, we Can make fun of the Raiders. I, I don't try to hide from it. It's it's funny. We we do it on purpose. Like th- those guys pretend that like no, it's like you guys like there's a there's a bias toward the Southeastern Conference. I think there's a simpler explanation, which is just because I've seen it in football. You tend to like what you cover and what you know because you know the people. You believe in them. You think they're better. And I just like if you got Gary Danielson on, he's tough actually because he went SEC to Big Ten. I just think it's as simple as like if ESPN was the if Kirby was doing SEC games all the time, I think it would sound different. If I I 100% believe that, like I think it's as simple as you're around these coaches, you're around these programs, you're in these stadiums, and you just start to identify with it, and like you kind of think it's better. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, it's just I, not like I like I, one takeaway from last night: the SEC. This is easily Saban's worst team of the last. Like, it's why did you see Nick's quote after the game? He's like, "This is easily one of the most amazing seasons in Alabama history." Their that was team, Cinderella, Alabama, in his by mind. a mile. Well, his yeah. quarterback sucked. His talent on the uh, on the whole is nowhere near some of his great teams, and they didn't just go toe to toe with the heavy favorite to win the national championship. Kind of should have won the game, <laughs> you know. I mean, Harbaugh is there a soul beside Jack Jackie Harbaugh? Maybe John Harbaugh in his office, some of the Harbaugh kids that believed they were going to score a touchdown on that final drive. Because I did not. Did you? I did not. I had no faith. I also had no faith Texas was going to score at the end of that game. But Jim. That, Jim that one I, I thought was just like, this is going to be one of the crazier endings. There's less history with Sark. Like, that's an outlier season for Sark. He's never going to be in that position again. I would bet my life on that. Like, his, he's going to the SEC, like, hopefully he enjoyed his one off. Harbaugh is just, he's going to go to the Raiders, they'll be in the playoffs. Like, he just, wherever he goes, he's going to be in these big moments. The, the big moments usually end this in a similar fashion. <laughs> it was Sadly. like, this thing's going to end. And, yeah, somehow they pulled it off. It was remarkable. I, I, we watched two incredible games yesterday with, like, one legit quarterback, Michael Penix. Well, yet then, the, but these other guys are getting drafted. Like JJ McCarthy's going in the first round. Like Quinn Ewers is projected to be the like top forty-five pick. I, I, I know Quinn Ewers is not, or excuse me, 
Michael Penix is not some lock first round pick with all his I injury, know, which is crazy to say, but I mean, he's 24. He'll be 24 in May, I think. Yeah, May 8th. He's got four straight seasons of seasoning any injuries. I also think people do you know, think do you know like what the other quarterback I think do you know what the other two were besides the ACLs? Were they like I think shoulders? there was a shoulder. Yeah. There might have been another ACL in there. There's definitely a shoulder. Well, there's two. In there. There's two ACLs. Yeah, there's there's, a, there's a, he had a shoulder. Maybe the shoulder was multiple times too. He has but not that, missed a game at Washington, right? Durability has not been an issue. He's no, played every game. Yep, played every game two years. Best offensive line in the nation. But like as you saw on Monday, it wasn't all of them. Like he had. To, I think he's sneaky more athletic than people give him credit for. Definitely. People don't. I've heard, I was talking to Jeff Schwartz, John. He told me that. That like some of the NFL people he talks, do they just don't like his throwing motion because it's like all upper body? That's one of the critiques. Well, Philip Rivers, yeah. Now, grant now, granted, like Phillips' passing was pretty ugly, right? He is a fucking enormous human being. Did you see the picture of? Because I, I follow low, like they put Antonio Gates going to the Hall of Fame, so they did like a. I don't even think they get a ring of honor at SoFi, but they did a thing for him. One of the last charger home games and all, you know, the, the group that played with him over like 15 years was there. Rivers is the biggest dude of all the dudes. Uh. Rivers is huge. Right. So it's like the one thing with Penix, a little slighter, right. I, you know, he's not six, five and you know, a little thinner. I, you, you don't finish four seasons. Even if you have, it just terrifies teams. And I, yeah. I think that's fair. Oh, I do too. I, 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 if someone doesn't want to draft him in the first round, that's fine. I just there are such worse value in terms of just positional ability that gets drafted every year, and I think he'll be better off not going in the in the lottery. Like he'll be better off going late in the first round or somewhere in the second round, going to Seattle, going to Minnesota, Atlanta. Well, he like, still he still might end up going in the top ten because how way quarterbacks work, right? I mean, his you think? Well, Caleb Caleb is an elite prospect. Like that's I won't deny that. How, th- there is no argument that this guy isn't the second best quarterback in terms of you just watch him play. Yeah, right. But that doesn't mean Drake May won't go ahead of him, or well, exactly, or Jaden Daniels because it's about upside, it's about projection. But holy, couldn't I mean the guy is honestly he missed a couple passes. <laughs> you know that he usually hits. That's the scary thing. Do, do you, you know, I got a grand on them to win the national championship, so it would be eight thousand dollars. And I fundamentally disagree with hedging, so I'm not, I'm not going to hedge. I'm not. I, I don't just want to win three grand. Like I, I, I'm betting on him. I lose it. It's actually profit now because of what I won yesterday. Like, what, what are our chances here? I mean, the running back. I think actually he just re-injured the same injury. Like, who is their other back? Because they he does add a little physical presence. Yeah, you saw the second back. He was fast. You, they use him a few times. He's got a little change of pace to him. But this guy's physicality, he came from Mississippi State. I saw a picture of him in a boot, but not on crutches last night after the game. So I guess the theory being the fact that he could put weight on the boot was a good sign. I'd be pretty shocked if he doesn't play in the game, unless it's broken. So, I mean. Mississippi State transfer, right? I I like him. I think he's a pretty solid player. He is. He's the best. You know, they haven't had, it's been six years since they had like, oh, running back. They've been a running back by committee team for a long time. So I think the odds are great. Um like the way they kind of mismanage the end of the game is not typical for them. They've won a lot of close games because they really manage it well. Uh, and I just think in the end, like Kalen's going to make they they, they you could argue they got a 
got a little unlucky when he gets hurt. And they got they a little unlucky a, when he got they hurt. They get a free 30 seconds. But right. as you said, the possession before, they could have used some clock and didn't, but that's what they do. Two They're poor aggressive. possessions in a row, getting a little cute. The Well, they also had the drive where they went three straight run plays right into the pile and got nothing in short yardage situations late. And it actually, it happened twice. It happened early and it happened late. I, I'll give them credit for they <laughs> – it felt like they had just keep throwing it, and they committed to the run even at three yards a carry. Like Dylan Johnson ran the ball more than 20 times, even though they weren't getting much. Well, I think there is a balance of like you don't want to – they don't – you get into a shootout with a team that can go to a shootout with you. You kind of lessen – you kind of want to slow down the game once you get a lead, right? Yeah. Yep. You just – and I think they started doing that with a passing game in the second half. They weren't bombs away as much. It was more short throws, but they were in control. It's like their kind of run game. I, I just – listen – I watched the Penn State Ole Miss game. Penn State fucking sucks. The, oh, Lane Kiffin kicked their ass. That's their second best win. Now, granted, Ohio State's quarterback transferred, slash probably told he wasn't welcome back, ended up at Syracuse. That tells you everything you know. They lost 14-3. to I, I do think it's safe to say the Big Ten this year – now, Michigan is good, but the Big Ten was not. And obviously, they're not conference. They played me, you, and Cal Poly. So, like – they have not played anything close to this until yesterday. And that's like we said, Alabama's not even that good offensively. So I the one difference though is Sark is your just modern offensive coach. He has wet dreams about passing. It's very hard for him not to pass. Jim Harbaugh. Even though he's breaking Kyle, off six yards of carry. He could have ran every single play. Jim Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan. Or sit at the same table when it comes to football philosophical beliefs with Mike yeah. Shanahan, John Harbaugh. It is to slam the ball down your throat. And Jim, they will rush fifty times if they have to, right? And the other, though, I mean, a way to beat this team, right? Control the clock, run it down their throat, and don't let them play off. So, like, they will stick with their game plan. They've done it before. Remember, they did it at Penn State. They didn't even throw a pass in the second half. They are unfazed by that. That's well, they better be their game plan, John, because J.J. McCarthy, they can't hang with Michael Penix in the Washington pass game, I don't think. They do have a DB that's supposed to go in, like, the top 20. Yeah, so number he's two. Gonna be a, yeah, he's good. And I would wow. imagine their other DB is not bad either. Well, they, they well have, he's a true sophomore. They got a guy who's – their best DB, I think, is a true sophomore. Number one. Oh, okay. I'm thinking number two, I think, is a true sophomore who's supposed to be legit. Well, they, they got multiple guys. I mean, they got, from what I've told, 15 to 17 guys, depending on who declares draft picks. I mean, you <laughs> It, it, I don't know what the record is, but a lot of people think they are going to break the record of total players draft, draft picks draft. in one draft. Wow. Yeah. Now, and I don't even think they have that many, like, I, I don't even know who their quote unquote best player is as a prospect. Right. Like Blake Quorum is their best player. What's he like pick 60 in starting running back for a team? You know, he's not, he's not a first round pick, but he's yeah. an awesome player. Right. But that's a good he's example got- of like, is he going to go ahead of Michael Penix? Is Michael Penix going to go behind him? Just positional value? Well, you could argue that Washington has the top three. You know, their wide receiver is going to go in the top 15. Their tackle that is projected as a guard is a top 25 player. Uh, Penix is obviously going high. What's uh, – is it uh, Brian? Braylon Trice. The- Braylon Trice. He's a uh, top, no top 20-ish player. Like, he's fucking good. He's getting drafted high. Yeah, but you think they got the three best players in the pro well, they're, they're, Well, Because I, I was texting him like, well, does Alabama match uh, Michigan's talent to a scouting director? He's like, well, Michigan has more draft picks, 
but Alabama has three guys that are going to go ahead of every, you know, they have an off tackle, a DB Kool-Aid and a pass rusher that are all top 15 picks. Right. So Washington, I mean, what does Washington have at minimum two top 20 picks, the wide receiver and the pass rusher. Yeah. The offensive lineman is viewed more as a guard. So maybe he goes like late twenties or whatever, but I mean, you're talking, they have first round guys and then I'm not even counting the quarterback. So the quarterback's better. I think the coaches, I, I mean, I just, it's hard to, it's hard to say that. I, I know Jim is, Jim is. That, that, uh, yesterday but, was kind of embarrassing for Washington. My, my, my longstanding theory that if Harbaugh wins the championship, I'll have to amend and say it was wrong is that Harbaugh ultimately in all these, he, he gets you right to the doorstep of the big game. And then his team isn't buttoned down enough to finish it off. Now that theory that Kalen's team is took a little bit of a hit late last night. But ultimately, I think that's the difference in the game. It's why I'm picking Washington. I think you're pretty safe on this championship bet. You see how hard it is to get Washington to even sniff a turnover? Like, they they just throw these these tight window deep balls that I don't know how you keep up with them. And somehow, I, it was shocking to me that Texas did. The muff punt was a, you know, helped, obviously. but Well, that, Texas has wide receivers, first-rounders, and their running backs are – Maybe not Bijan, but are sweet. Like they, they got explosive yeah, well, firepower. And their best back was out, too. They got explosive firepower. So, fuck. I mean, it's just... Let's go, let's go dogs. Did you know... I, yeah, Monday night. Uh, did you know I looked last night? Next year, when we go to the 12-team playoff, the playoff starts on December 20th, so before Christmas and ends on January 20th, which is the second round of the NFL playoffs. That's what the, what how day, long the 12-team playoff is going to be. What days are they going to put those games on? All Saturday? Friday. No. Fr- Friday. There's going to be the first round, I think, is going to be one Friday, three Saturdays. That kind of That's kind of coming into the NFL territory now because they've been dominating those couple Saturdays in the middle right. of December. It's going to be weird, right? Because... The NFL is going to be out of that, but there's going to be a couple. I think it's definitely going to be like a th- like the a Thursday or two, a couple of Thursdays, games. Not can do that multiple weeks there, with the Thursday, but are there buys? Yeah, four buys. So first round is eight teams, four games. So these home, four teams, these stadiums. four teams wouldn't have played. These four teams would not have played. Home stadiums, home stadiums in the first round. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. So Liberty will get a home game. I got news for you. Liberty ain't in. <laughs> My guess next year, around nine teams from the Big Ten and the SEC? Well, there's no Pac-12, so you're down to four leagues. And the Big 12, so you're saying, will there be three? just got taken. Yeah, right. I could, I could see the ACC at max. It would have to be some you know combination of Clemson, Miami, Florida State, probably getting to... They'd have to have a great season to get three. The Big 12 is getting one. And I don't – are Bulldogs. you guaranteed a non-Power 5 or no? Uh, it's the That's a good – the highest ranked – I don't remember how that one works. I would not. What was the what was the score yesterday? I didn't watch 45 it. 45 to 6 or something like that. They sco- it, and, But they led 6 nothing. And Liberty's pretty good, right, supposedly? Well, they've played nobody. They hadn't played a top 50 offense all year. They had like one of the weakest strength of schedules in the country. Do you know the crazy thing is like six highest rated conference champs along I don't with think the we, next six highest ranked teams. So, yeah, so I, Liberty, these teams are fucked. I, I think Liberty, 
this year probably there were seven or eight teams that you know would have been fun. I don't know if there were twelve, but like Oregon and Georgia would have liked to crack, <laughs> right? I think Oregon would have got. I think Oregon would have beat Texas yesterday. I think Oregon would be in the championship game. Yeah, I mean, well, Washington hasn't lost a game in two years. They've now beat Oregon three straight times, and now they beat Texas. Like, what? What else they got to do? Their resume the last two years is better than anyone else's resume. Definitely Michigan's. I mean, Michigan's best two wins are Ryan Day, who's about to get fired for Washington's coach maybe next year. I mean, what are we talking about? I I, I think Washington. It doesn't happen in the NFL because you just everyone plays each other, and if you're good, you're good, right? Like, we thought Miami might be all right, but over the course of the season, we've seen enough injuries. Like, the Dolphins are just kind of what they are, wild card team, especially when they lose Sunday. You know, the Ravens, the the, the Niners, like everyone kind of – in college, it's sometimes hard. You're like, well, they beat Rutgers 60 to nothing. What does that mean? Like, if Washington was just named – I truly believe this – USC, that game against Texas is like a pick em game. Not They're not a four-point favorite. And the game against Michigan – Maybe they're a one-point underdog. I mean, they're, they're like a, they kicked off as a four-and-a-half-point underdog. They're, they're treated like yeah, but why? Boise State. I, it's because people think they're not on the same level as these. Yeah, teams. but but I, well, I guess what I'm saying, like, it's not you're not arguing that it's Vegas. It's just that they under Vegas understands, like, if they made it a pick 'em, they'd get too many bets on Texas. Yeah, right? like I, Texas I is they, such a public team. Is I that what think, you're saying, or are you saying it's something else that Vegas? I think they're. Ins- I just think they're insanely undervalued. I just don't think they're valued correctly. They, well, I, I don't exactly know how the markets, you know, because obviously it's about taking on money to make money for them. It, it's pretty clear, like Amazon ten years ago. Th- this team is one of the most undervalued teams during this season in the history of the sport. Right? They, yeah. they were a nine point nine, and I got this wrong. I didn't bet on the game, but. Nine-point underdog in the conference championship. Let's face it. They, they fucking worked Oregon in that, equivalent to a big game. Yeah, already beat them they, once. They beat were them for the second time. They were up 34-21 to 21 in that game, and they were a muff punt away from that thing being 34-14. to fucking 14. Like, that that was and, – and they were the clear underdog. I mean, the clear underdog. They were a higher seed. I mean, it's crazy. I, I And I also think it's part of, like – Maybe if Lincoln Riley was their coach, like I think part of it is like Kalen Dubor. You and I talk about him; people know about him, like out here. But I, I think on national, he's not on like Saban or even Sark. These guys are lame. These guys are way more famous. I, I think he flies under the radar. I mean, he's fucking driving the bus to NII championships with Grub feeding uh, bologna sandwiches in the park. I read an article. They used to have to feed guys in a park. It's part of why Penix didn't win the Heisman too. All like all that stuff. Nation's leading passer on an undefeated team, number two in the nation, doesn't want a Heisman. How, how is that possible? Loses it to a guy who wasn't anywhere near the playoff? How, what? It never happens. Well, he had all these yards. His team went nine and three. Yeah, like, what, what big game did he play in? Well, but if you if you flipped him, well, he lost them all. <laughs> big, big games he didn't play in. He lost them all. If you flipped him, like the SEC guy had Penix's stats, undefeated, number two seed, it's it's not even a question. Exactly. Guy wins the Heisman going away. So, John, with your six top ranked uh like liberty would have been in the, in this year as the cusa as the, as the top ranked my thing is though they're going to vote different like I, I think it just all changed well yeah i don't know how the six well there's just automatic there's automatic bids for conference champs so i think there might be a reserved spot now there's do only you four conferences it? now right? yeah i know well there's four powers but i would think they change it to five automatic spots yeah 
just to avoid, I don't know, Congress getting involved or something. Uh, yeah, great game. I think Washington, I think you're in good shape. And Harbaugh will go take the Charger job afterwards. Somebody just asked that. Uh, for four ninety nine, if the Chargers and Raiders are both offering the same thing, why would Jim pick the Raiders? The Chargers have Herbert. Uh, I, I do power, think it, money. Yeah, I. You know, I. I don't think for Jim the Herbert and all that stuff matters as much as I think we think it does. I, I really don't. But if he if his goal is, I saw Schefter on McAfee today saying Jim really wants to win a Super Bowl. Like at some point he's going to be back in the NFL. How could it not matter? How could Her- Herbert not matter? You think he would take the Raiders' job if both everything being equal? Spanos, a, a, a Spanos, Mark things Davis. aren't. Th- 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 but the difference is, it's impossible for it to be equal. John Spanos, Dean's son, was like you know assistant GM. Like th- there are just elements to the Chargers that they don't have the pitches that Mark does. Because you know what Mark has done consistently? Take it. Giving up every power. He doesn't even want it. Besides, talk to you after the guy. I saw you had a long talk with Antonio Pierce after the last game. Now, in fairness, like you could argue, the Raiders clearly have nothing at quarterback, right? They just don't have one. So, anytime you just don't have one, it's just a problem. It's just a lot of college no guys, guarantee. though. Jim will know. Jim will know all these college guys coming out, right, from recruiting. Yeah, I, I. If I was a betting man and you told me he comes to the NFL, I would bet on the Raiders. Penix and Harbaugh. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy and Harbaugh. Like, I'll just I, – I would bet on Harbaugh going to the Raiders, not Cousins. the Harbaugh sometimes like these NFL vets that he can just kind of – Listen, say what you want about Mark Davis and his team, which has not been very good for a long time. He does do the right thing of just, I'll pay you a lot of money, you do it, but just better get it right. Like, he was never going to fire Gruden. The only reason he fired Ziegler and Josh is it was so ugly and toxic, but they, they were allowed to do all the moves, right? They, they were, yeah. they got total control to do whatever the fuck they wanted. That's not the way the chargers work. My, my favorite is like the chargers love leaking. Like people call us cheap. Look at our payroll guys. This is the end. This isn't baseball. You don't get credit for signing like Derwin James. Like no shit. Like the Bengals pay a lot. Of, what are you guys talking about? That's they keep bragging about that. Someone told me the other thing that they like, I didn't they know they get, were, we don't get any respect. We built a great practice facility. You're like, guys, this is not college. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Is that why it's they did hard. hard knocks for a practice facility video? I fuck. I don't know. They did hard knocks. Well, no, but didn't they do a couple of years ago? Weren't they on something? I feel like I watched oh, a yeah. lot of Chase Daniel, Justin Herbert. What was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That was Anthony. That was when they did the. Uh, remember, Hard Knocks did the duel, them and the Rams. Oh, yeah. No, no one would accept it, but they kind of right. like, hey, you guys are moving to LA. That's uh, right. You're just going to do it, but you'll split it. So it won't even be as much content. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. With more than 5 million users, I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani-less season-long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on Prize Picks, you can go... 
Anthony Edwards more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on prize picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the prize picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at Butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get ButcherBox.com ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you... Free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. McVay's coming back, John, for 2024. He promised. I saw that. Well, when, I mean, his team's good. I mean, they're just. I just love that it had to be. JB Long, who's the voice of the Rams, our guy, he was like, So you're coming back for 24? McVay's like, Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, yeah, come on, man. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, that kid, he never stops crying. I just, I like having an office to go to. You know, <laughs> Al, they're running him out of town. So I was like, Fuck it. <laughs> Is this going to be a year to year? Like, in fairness, yes, McVeigh had one of the better. Like I give Lafleur too. Like, I don't know if you see Jordan Love thirty touchdowns. Their winner get in. If I would have told you at the beginning of the season that the Packers, obviously we knew one of the Eagles or the Cowboys, not the Eagles, about five months ago or five weeks ago, were going to be the wild card. But the other two wild card spots were going to be McVeigh and Matt Lafleur. You'd be like, they probably had pretty impressive seasons. I mean, if if McVay beats the Niners, he's going to go ten and seven this year. Not that you that matters. It, you think it's Wentz Darnold? Yeah, that's actually kind of entertaining. Although, shit Mc, game, isn't McVay, it? McVay, yeah, it is. McVay has kind of said the same thing Kyle has. Maybe they're in, be, correct? They're they're in the playoffs. They're, they're in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah. So there's Rams only one in. spot left. So it's basically Which Packers win, get in. They lose. Seattle win. Seattle gets in. Well, I don't think the NFC South has been clinched yet, right? It's not, but if Tampa beats the Panthers, which is who they play Sunday, yeah. they're in. They control their own They have the tiebreaker. That's right. They have the conference record tiebreaker. Um, and then in the in the AFC, we've got a winner get in Saturday night Texans Colts game. As the division champ. As the division champ, which is pretty crazy. And Flacco and the Browns are locked in at five, which is impressive. Uh wait a second. So what's the Jags deal then? Actually, and excuse me. Seven. So well, not there's, as the division champ, the wild card. There's right? a there's a there's a lot of moving parts. I think with the seven seed, and obviously the Bills and the Dolphins. Winner wins the division. If the Bills lose and some other shit happens, the Bills could be they could be the two seed or they could be out of the playoffs. It's got to be an incredible feeling. I was thinking about this yesterday, and I don't know if they did because football coaches are fucking nuts. But if Jim Harbaugh and Kyle Shanahan didn't either say to their staff like come in Monday at noon or, Hey, we'll work a little bit in the morning and then leave. Like you're kind of being ridiculous. Like it should, it should have been a day where like nothing needs to happen. Really, Talking about the day after Christmas. I'm talking about the day yesterday. They're both the one seed. This game doesn't mean a goddamn thing. It's, it's just fucking spend the day with your family guys. We'll see you Tuesday morning. Cause I saw Kyle, Kyle's press conference. He was like, you know, he was talking about whether you rest guys or not. And one of the things he says is just the practice is part of what really matters. It's not so much about the game, but when you rest a guy, he gets to take a week off from practice and can develop bad habits, <laughs> which, you know, like I don't think that'd be a problem for McCaffrey. Maybe that's why Trent or Bosa. Maybe that's why Debo told K Adams he's playing, um, which I don't know if he really has been told that or he's just saying I'm playing. But Shanahan did say, like, it's just really hard to rest guys, right? You, you, there's only so many guys you can rest. You got to make, like, practice squad moves if you're going to try and rest your whole team like it's basketball. Well, you can't just rest your whole starting offensive line because you don't have five offensive linemen who are right. on your active roster. 
right? It's easy to do like, okay, Trent, you're down, other guy. But then you probably need to activate another backup tackle because like, well, if Trent's out, is he in street clothes? Is he inactive, right? Or is he dressed just right. in case? You wouldn't want to do that. So it's, it is kind of difficult. I, I do think we haven't talked on the podcast since. Obviously, the Niners, the Washington game, a little weird at first, whatever. It was, it was just them and the Rams you go on the road. To me, it's kind of a weird – it's just a tough second-to-last game, I, I think. Even I don't care how shitty they are, long road trip. I do think the Eagles' loss to the, to the Cardinals is one of the crazier losses. I'm not trying to like be overreactionary here. I've ever seen. Which isn't that crazy because they've been in shambles, but when you were watching it, you're like, is this really going to happen right now? And then it did, and they lost. And th- they were getting their ass kicked most of that game. Uh, Kyler, there was like a miscommunication through a pick six, and it, so it was 14-3, but it actually felt like a tie game when it was 14-3. Like, this does, not, this does not feel like the Eagles are in control. And it was 14-6. You're like, oh, the math. How the, and then you just you couldn't really I think at one point in time it was 21 six and it was 21 13 you're like I just don't know but they were always kind of in it for them to lose not only you knew the Niners would get the number one seed if they lost but then to find out that the Cowboys now control their own destiny to win the division I didn't realize that that's fucking the craziest part so now the Cowboys are gonna win the division the Niners just get to watch all this chaos I, I think the first round of the NFC is who knows? Like I, I could see any matchup winning. Like there's no guarantee. Like the Lions are no lock to win a game. The Eagles are no lock to go on the road and win. The Cowboys, fuck. Would you shock you if like uh, the Packers? You know who knows? I mean, it's, it get really weird while the Niners just at home eating charcuterie boards. Did you see the yardage difference in that game? The Cardinals Eagles game. Well, they control the ball for forty minutes. It was four forty nine to two seventy five. The Cardinals had the advantage. The Cardinals ran 72 plays. The Eagles ran 47. I mean, Philly threw for 184. Kyler was remarkable, I thought, in that game. Just like just some of the throws he made. He's terrifying. What's with, like, they're all trying to blame Jonathan Gannon. I I saw, like, a lot of this leading up to the game. Like, you know, people just feel like Jonathan Gannon is why they lost the Super Bowl. Like, Eagles trying to, like, spread some besmirch his name. Well, remember, Andy threw a couple plays that they just walked in the end zone in the second half. It happened to Sandy Reed with a bye. I think where they're really mad is Vic Fangio was a counsel, uh, not a counselor, but a consultant. And the game plan was if this guy got a job or we're firing him, we're going to make Vic Fangio our defensive coordinator. And then they make a Super Bowl run. So you can't really like, what are you going to do? But he hadn't got a job yet. And then he kind of takes the job last minute. I think they didn't realize he was going to do it, but Fangio had already gone with McDaniel. So they were so fucking mad. They they had paid Vic Fangio. If you told me they paid him like just $500,000 retainer, knowing that they wanted to keep him. And then he bounces because he's like, guys, I, I can't wait. And what are they going to do? Fire the guy as they're making a Super Bowl run? Like they're, they're kind of stuck. And then he gets a job. And remember Howie and those guys turned them in for tampering because they were just so mad. And, and ever since that, it's kind of unraveled. And say this, I think Jonathan Gannon has shown pretty well this season to be like, I don't think he's like a village idiot. No, I mean, I think it's likely that he's the Cardinals coach longer than Nick Sirianni has left as the Eagles coach. People in Philly always told me, because I was like, is he good? And they're like, schematically, you know, it's like a lot of coordinators. You have a lot of people 
it's easy to pick holes. But as a guy, the players love him. He's a really good leader. And he's like very comfortable in his own skin around. Like he's very good with players. I I think he's been pretty impressive. I mean, they they beat the shit out of him. I mean, they, they went in clearly like, is there a chance Jonathan Gannon? Like, I know the strengths and weaknesses of this offense. Yeah, without question. <laughs> and we can, it's going to really hurt. It's going to really hurt him when we do it. That's one of the great we owe you ones I can ever remember in sports. Niners not, the Niners Cardinals. would have had to try this. Now, maybe the Rams would have mailed it in because they're in, right? Like, do you think the Rams, they locked the Rams playoff do spot? Whatever, yeah, whatever they were going to do is what they're going to do. Like, do they care about being the six or the seven? I don't. Does it make a difference to them to play? I mean, Dallas on the road, or I, would that scare McVay? I don't think so. Dallas did kick their sh- the shit out of them early in the season. Yeah, which, I don't know. Different team now. You could argue the Rams are now the the game against the. Would McVay want to actually? I mean, McVay might want to go to Detroit and kick off Sass. That's a tough game. I mean, that's I. I bet the Rams are in a weird game come Wild Card Weekend. I, I think if they play the, I think if they play the Lions, that's Monday Night Football. I agree. I think they're getting the Monday game. And I would have met if it's Packers Cowboys, uh, that has Sunday afternoon written all over it, doesn't it? I would bet a lot of money that Sunday at 1.30 Pacific Standard Time. That's a lock. And, and we got Bucks, Bucks, Eagles Saturday. Yeah, I think the Saturday games would be Browns, Jags, or Browns, Texas, whatever that game is, is the afternoon game. Yep. And then it's an easy Saturday night one to do like the Eagles on the road at Tampa, right? Because remember last year they did Chargers on the road at Jacksonville, but at night south it's fine. Even and then Buffalo, like, Kansas City, the set the last Sunday game. See, I think, but if Buffalo wins Sunday, they're they'd be the two seed. Kansas City would be the three seed. So it would be like Buffalo, Miami, Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami. Yeah, Kansas City, Cle- Cleveland. No, no, it could be Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo. Kansas City's locked in. Indy. Indy. So that's Saturday. Well, you got to do three games on Sunday. And how many games on Saturday? One? Two. So you go. Two, three, one. Yes. You go Tampa, Philly, Saturday. uh, Jacksonville, Cleveland, Saturday. Yeah. You know, although they might go like a bigger Saturday night game. What What I think is Sunday morning is either the Chiefs or the Bills. CBS, Jim Nance, right? That's Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I think attack. that's your 2-6 game, which is the, Miami then, or Kansas City against Buffalo. Then Cowboys, Packers, Saturday afternoon, and then the remaining AFC game, which is either Kansas City or Buffalo, if it's 2-3, you know, whatever 2-3 doesn't play in the morning, plays at night. Because I, I think you could do Chiefs at home against the Colts Sunday night football. It's a playoff game. Or it, but, but I would say Miami. Chiefs, Dolphins. If it's the six, if that's six three, I think that or you know the yeah, Chiefs I, hosting the Dolphins, I think that's Sunday night football. I think Kansas City because it's either Buffalo or Miami. If if Kansas City's the three seed, no, 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 Bu- Buffalo. If they they're out, I'm saying if it's a three six Kansas City Buffalo matchup. But, but here's the thing: you Buffalo it's not possible. Ha- Buffalo has to win. Like to if be all the these other teams, because someone in the so south is going to win. 
Yeah, the, the Steelers play the Ravens, who have nothing to play for. They're going to win. If the Bills lose Sunday, <laughs> there's 90% like they're out. They're either going to be the two seed or they're fucking watching. It's pretty crazy. Might be a first in NFL history. So is Jacksonville, what's Jacksonville's deal? At nine I'm and seven a, right right now. I haven't, le- haven't been super locked into the South. Okay. Who well, plays? Who plays in the South? Well, Houston, Houston plays Indy. The winner of that game is in. Yeah. So that's one South 10 game. wins. Tennessee plays Jacksonville. So I think it's fair to assume that the South is going to have two 10-win teams, right? And the Steelers play the Ravens, who are surely going to mail it in. They they're 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 gonna be some 10 win teams left out. So if the Bills win, they win the division. Miami is still in is already in the playoffs. So there's a chance the South gets multiple teams. Right? And Buffalo's out. Yeah, so Jacksonville would Jacksonville and Houston, let's just say. And the Colts are out. Yeah. Which I'd rather I think Houston being in is more interesting than Indy being in, though. Yeah. At least, you know, give the young quarterback a shot. Matthew on the stream asks, uh, thoughts on Ronnie Bell giving strong Kyle Williams vibes? Fumbling punt returner. I feel like Ronnie Bell is a dramatically better player. He went like both have- arms hugging the football through a, through a punt return the other day. I do think when you kind of muff something or have a bad play, it's like uh, it's like hitting a ball out of bounds. It kind of gets in your head. I think that happens a lot to special team returners. Where it happens less to wide receivers, like a drop, you just next play throw it back to him, he catches it. Yeah. I do think that muff situation is. I think it's pretty scary. I mean, you're so it is giving you vibes, or it's not giving you vibes. No, I, I like. I to me, Kyle Williams was ball hanging in the air. Doesn't you're unfazed. What else are you gonna do? Put Ayuk back there. Well, uh, McLeod's practice window is open. I think it's a big Ronnie Bell. Like to me, like throw Ronnie Bell seven balls this week, get him going in the pass game. Just get him some. That's I would work on his confidence by just throwing him the ball a bunch this week. Darnold to Ronnie Bell. Remember that was a good combination in the preseason. Remember Darnold hit Ronnie Bell down the right sideline on that go ball. So that's my that's that's how I get Ronnie Bell back uh, feeling good, John. Throw him the football. Purdy's MVP run had a short-lived uh, stint. Yeah, Lamar's going to win his second MVP. But how old is Lamar? Like a year older than Penix? <laughs> Purdy's age? <laughs> Purdy's age? Uh, Lamar's tw- uh, Well, Lamar turns 27 at the end of the week. But he's going to have two MVPs by 27 you, years old. That's did, did you see Joe Shad's tweet? No. Joe Shad's tweeting? Well, he, you know, he, he covers the Miami Dolphins for like the Miami press. Oh, okay. After, uh, you know, Bradley Chubb, late in the game, yeah, goes down, down, tears ACL. Down 30 with three minutes left. And then the Ravens, I think, had another play, scored a touchdown, to go from like 49 to 19 to 56 to 19 or some score. Right. Yeah, And he's like, the Ravens, after Bradley Chubb is carted off, throw the, you know, you know, basically saying like inexcusable to run. It's like, bro, what the fuck are you talking about? But the point is, like, they were clearly running up the score to get him the stats, even yeah. though by that point in time it didn't matter. He could use the passing touchdowns because he doesn't have a lot of them, but it feels like no one's really even diving into the stats anymore. It's just I test an MVP, which it happened. You know, this happened last year with the Heisman, where everyone argued about it, and then Caleb Williams had, like, two good games at the end of the year, and I was like, oh, winner. And he was. Well, here, well here's the thing. Not that Lamar's Obviously, only had two good games. I, 
one of the dumbest conversations I've ever seen was like the three balls were batted. Well, okay. One of them to Kyle Hamilton, no one argues, was one of the worst passes he's had of the season. He does this a lot, and he does it against good teams when he scrambles and he turns into like 2015 Russell Wilson. And it works a lot against shitty teams. When you play bad, or I mean great teams, great defenses, that's not really tolerated. You know what you got to do sometimes? Throw the fucking ball away. So to me, the pick where he threw it across his body to George Kittle, like – that's 100% on the quarterback. That's not batted ball. To... You're saying that's not, you don't get ah, batted. No. Yeah, agree. Right. That, that is, so he has two picks. One's a baby zone and the other's across his body against the best defense in the league. Like, I'm sorry. Like those are two, even if you just say, okay, other two picks, throw them away. You have two interceptions in a game against the Ravens. Let's just put it that way. You just threw, if I told you going into that game, he threw two picks. You'd be like, that's going to be a problem. Right. I'm not even counting the other two, and obviously Donald's pick, whatever. But there's two picks. One, if I told you he threw two picks, one's a red zone pick in the in the end zone. You'd be like, oh fuck, this is a problem. This is Jimmy Garoppolo. Like it was awful. And listen, it happens. It's football, and it cost him the MVP. <laughs> I mean, simple period, point blank, end of story. Right? That was the MVP swing, right? That, that night, over. It ended, yeah. and fairly so, I thought. Yeah, when people say we need you to pass the eye test, you then can't throw four touch throw four interceptions against the MVP and right. on Christmas Day. Against the other number one seed when 30 million people are watching. It was just there was well, that that game was worth fair or not. The reality was four games or something, right? Yeah, I mean it was just his biggest eye test game, period. And everyone and he needed the eye test in order to win the MVP, and that was his biggest eye test game. And he comes back, he battles. Like to me, his best best quality is like mental toughness, unfazed, battles right back. It's why you saw the videos last night in the locker room. Trent Williams, like his biggest supporter. Like I, I'm unfazed by mental capacity, but I think there are question marks, and you're not gonna see it in the NFC because the defenses are putrid right now, of like playing the big boys, the big time defenses. You know, I I would be concerned. <laughs> Right at this point in time in his career, right? Cleveland, a little overwhelmed, right? The Baltimore thing, a little overwhelmed. Doesn't mean he still doesn't throw great passes and have explosive plays. Like he's a good player. I think that's a huge element, big picture. Even if they win the Super Bowl, it's like he, he's got to find a way to be, a, I don't know, more under control or just we're not, we don't play hero ball when you're playing the elite teams. You, you play control the ball. That's like Tom Brady, right? There's a balance. I just think when you play in the biggest games, what you do in those games defines everything else. So if you make the play, when you make that hero ball play, sweet. If you don't make the play, then bad. That simple. If you don't try the play and make a smart play, then that's that's good too. But you only get so many shots. Like Nobody argues about Joe Montana and brings up how many yards he threw for, how many touchdowns he had, or what his efficiency was, or his yards per attempt. There's like four championships. That's it. That's the argument. When people argue about Brady or Montana. They're just talking about championships. They're not talking about anything else. So he might get another shot at the Ravens. And if he doesn't, something else has gone bad. And it'll be the biggest game Kyle Shanahan's ever coached. Again, it'll be bigger than any of the other ones he's ever coached. And it'll be the biggest game that he's ever played. And if they win it, they'll be legends for life. And if they lose it, then they'll start 2024 with all the pressure on their shoulders. It's like it really becomes that simple, right? Yeah.
Why Andy Reid think... won a Super Bowl and it was just all gravy after that. Harbaugh's well, why, like, champ- one of these well, guys is gonna win a championship next week, John. It's gonna change their life. Now, for Harbaugh, he's already kind of there, but you know, Saban was the only one that he could win that championship if he had won this week. And people would be like, How many does he have? Like it wouldn't change a thing. How, how many does he have? Six or seven? I say seven. I didn't even look. I don't even know. I <laughs> I haven't looked. I, I don't need nobody counts. <laughs> well, he had nothing on the line yesterday, right? Really, it's just, just more icing. I mean, yeah, just more let. Yeah, more <laughs> icing, right? But he's already got the money. He's already got all the championships. It was just like adding to it. The other three guys had a lot on the line, right? They they could just change their careers, like you said. Harbaugh is the most accomplished of those three, but he's still missing the piece of hardware. Like to me, there are two teams, like Andy Reid this year. For their standards, disastrous season. They're going to win 11 games. They easily won the fucking division. I would say more than likely they're going to win a playoff game, even if they get bounced in the second round. If that's your floor, that's like the shitty of the shitty. Clark Hunt, do you think Clark Hunt tells like his lawyer, financial advisor, like, God, this doesn't get much better. This is our shitty. Yeah. Because this year, like, they're the only team that anything when they don't win a championship, it's kind of a disappointment now because they've won several. But when it's a disappointment in the sense that it doesn't, no one gets fired or nothing really happens. We just got to change some personnel. John Harbaugh, it's really like John's already won one. But like Lamar, there is a lot of pressure on him, and the Ravens are really good. Odell Beckham, who won with the Rams, so this is the best team he's ever been on. He's probably right. It's the most complete team. To me, them and the Niners, like you don't win a Super Bowl. Like the Eagles are no longer Super Bowl or bust. Like they're just hoping to win a fucking playoff game at this point. The Cowboys, if they made it to this – the championship round would be the first time in 25 years. The Lions haven't won a playoff game in 30 fucking years. The Rams and the Packers, there's a small minority of people that thought they were going to be competitive, let alone playoff teams. Niners and the Ravens. You could argue the Bills, if they win this game and they're the two seed, there's a lot of pressure, right? Just because you have this, one of the great players in the history of your franchise. Like, that's fair. But in the NFC, it's not even close. There's one team that's Super Bowl or bust. Anything less than getting there and winning that game is going to feel like a major disappointment, especially because if they do get a shot at the Ravens, it's like, well, it's kind of how football works. You kind of throw that first game out. You know what you need to do. Take it like this is we're having even higher expectations because you know what to look for. You know what not to do. You know, in a weird way, Kyle is like getting pass happy in that game. Well, that's the weird thing about the Niners. They they dance on the graves of the week. Because they're so good, like Washington, they were just like, whatever, we're gonna fucking clown you. Even the Eagles in the night and the in the Cowboys, like those guys. But like the Ravens were like, okay, you guys want to get into a fucking street fight? We'll shove yeah. you around. Okay, oh Brock, you want to throw these little passes? We're gonna jump. You know why? You're six feet. We're gonna get in your way. And I, Kyle was like, Kyle had a bad game. I mean, he just he did. But I also Both think like, passes. I- like no, he had a bad game. He got work. That happens. Yeah, I mean, I also thought like. What could have happened was what happened to Miami, 37-point loss. And I actually gave the Niners – I thought the Niners deserved some credit. Their defense deserved some credit for in a crazy way. They had no business being in that game, giving them a shot to be back in that game. And they could have scored a touchdown down two minutes left. It was kind of – they're way better than Miami, and they're not like no. I know that's that's the point. It's like I th- that that is the difference between them and the next tier of team is they actually found a way to give themselves a shot to win that game, and not a shot to win, but a shot to get back in that game, right? Because their defense held Baltimore to field goals and forced punts. Like Kyle was going to kick off with three timeouts down by a score. I don't know how in the world they put themselves in that position. They didn't deserve it. The same way I didn't think Texas deserved it. But they were there, partly because Washington mismanaged it and Baltimore stopped picking up first downs and scoring points. 
once you get that big of a lead, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird spot, you know? Yeah. I, I just like, I don't know. I, I didn't tell you this, but, uh, um, Greg Cosell. Yeah. I was on KNBR with Dickinson last week and Cosell goes on every week. And I started just asking him about interceptions and he like kind of got bothered. He's like, why, why are we parsing all these plays? And, uh, you know, it ended up being fine. But uh, the, the point was like, I think most people don't understand. This is not most other teams. This is about a team that was in a Super Bowl and two plays made the difference. They missed a play on offense and the other team hit, made a play on offense. That was it. They missed Emmanuel Sanders. Patrick Mahomes hit Tyreek Hill. Ball game. That's it. That's small. Kyle Shanahan, his whole thing comes down to whether or not he can win a championship with this team. They've spent years trying to get everything right around themselves. They went all in on a quarterback. It failed. They lucked into pick 262. They got him. They've got Debo. They got Ayuk. They got Jennings. They got Trent Williams. They got Kittle. They got Fred Ward. They got, they got Mooney Ward. Maybe. <laughs> right? They got Armstead. Maybe. But, like, they got McCaffrey. That You just – it's th- there is nothing – when the margin is this thin and you're trying to win a Super Bowl, that's not relevant. There's nothing that's not worth parsing. And you're trying to do it with a quarterback that you, John Middlecoff believes in, I, Guy Haberman, believes in, but like it's still very unproven. And I said it all year long, early in the year, when they were 5-0, and people were like, I don't want to hear any more conversation about Brock. What the hell are you talking about? The guy played like 17 games. Careers are made over careers, not over a season. So he's still got to go prove it. You got to go win a championship and then you get all the credit in the world. And then people's, then you win MVPs and whatever. So I'm with you. Like I, wow. I don't think there's any detail too small. I, I were some of those interceptions, quote unquote, unlucky. Sure. But he hasn't thrown four picks against uh, the Seahawks. He did it against the Ravens who they're probably going to play again. <laughs> That's the team you got to beat. And they're yeah. good. And their safety is going to be healthy is yours. I don't know. Eric Armstead's hurt. Is he going to be back? I don't know. Like that team is, Freaking good, yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, they're because they're the only team in the league that can just look at you and go, "You're not going to shove us around." Because right. we, we want to play like that. Like, let's fucking hop in the octagon, throw off the gloves, we'll bare knuckle well, fight you. Yeah. And the Niners are used to because the NFC is a bunch of fucking frauds shoving people around. Because the Niners are legitimately tough, but so are the Ravens. You know who else is the Browns? That's why they got in the ring with the Browns and like, hey. we're We'll hit you just as hard, guys. We're not like we're not trying to just have like let you guys score a million points and be like, oh, we tried. Like, no, we want to fucking throw blows, and th- it's a reason why the Browns. I think a lot of people are going to pick the Browns to like win some playoff games, and it's why the Niners are the heavy favorite in the NFC. But like, I- I'm with you. I believe in the quarterback. I think he's really good. Would I? Do I feel confident? Like, I, I the Niners can win the Super Bowl. They easily could. They have the talent. Do I feel confident saying they will? No, because he's a like I I I don't I don't question Debo. I don't question Brandon Ayuk. I don't question Trent Williams, Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. Like, but him, like I Jews. you could tell me he throws four, yeah, Jews. I all Christian McCaffrey, like all those Brock could easily throw several touchdowns in a in a Super Bowl and they win it. He, it also could get weird if it gets the Ravens fast. Because we've seen a couple of moments where it gets weird and you're not used to it because they beat the shit out of everybody. It's why yesterday people were kind of, you could tell, like, oh, see, Michigan plays nobody. And they can only play the schedule beside the games that they're allowed to, you know, schedule on their own. But, like, their conference was down. It's not their problem. Like, they're, they're playing Penn State, Ohio State. has had down years. 
The Niners, like, they play the Eagles and the Cowboys. It just turns out they're just not as good. And the Niners beat the shit out of them. And then every time that they get into a game, like, ah, oh, this game's kind of weird. You know, it's a little weird. They're not used to playing in that. Because they get in weird games, but like, yeah, this team's got no chance. That was the first time. I was like, oh, this thing's a little weird early. But it's like, God, this fucking team's not going away. And they got Lamar, who is in like the peak of his powers. Now, the difference is, you know, the Emmanuel Sanders thing, like their last time in the Super Bowl, they've won the division three out of the last five years, right? They've been in all these playoff games and had success. Like there is no Emmanuel Sanders on this team. It's only elite dudes, right? So like this well, gets Emmanuel the- wasn't, I mean, it wasn't Emmanuel's fault that that play didn't get made. Though. No, I, I, I know, but like, they don't like they're depending on the best of the best. So it is on the quarterback, right. To just like, it's he either gets them the ball or not. Right. Like there is no like, Oh, you know, this, you, you watch the tape on uh Valdez scantling and he just doesn't get open. You know, it's like, none of that bullshit here. So it's, which is good. Like there's a ton of pressure. It's, I would say anything less, anything less than a Super Bowl bid is a complete disaster. Super Bowl appearance. A Super Bowl appearance, like you making it to Vegas, is a fucking disaster. And then there's just once you get there, it's like now this is your second time there in five years. Look at the history books. You either get over the hump, or you know sometimes it just kind of like there is. I don't know. I mean, I I think they're going to play that team. I think they can beat that team. Like I don't think the Ravens are like the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. But I, you know. It's, are the Niners favored in that game after what we just witnessed? Does that game? No. How could they be? I think I think it would be like Ravens one and a half two. What do you think it would be? Yeah, I, I could see that a lot of people hammering the Niners and be like a pick them when it kicks off. Okay. But I think the narrative is this: it's just as simple. Because if Lamar wins a couple of playoff games, like oh, he's finally figured out the playoffs; he's a good right. player. People just believe in him. It's like, is Brock? Can Brock Purdy do this? Like that's the whole fuck and the coach. Can Brock Purdy and the coach do this? I think it's like 60 on Shanahan, 60 40 Shanahan Brock. I think Shanahan wears a lot of it. Well, he never comes back when they're down. Never. Now, luckily, they win all these games because they're always up. And then Literally they're just never. Around. They just get to, they, they are a little. Well, it's, little it's John, like you know what it Kevin is? Kevin Durant Warriors without like the previous championships, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the word for it is front runner, but front runner has such a negative connotation. That's not. They're not front runner in that sense. They just literally play way better from the front because of their style of play. It just works for them. So anyway, all right. Uh, on that note, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just is disaster an understatement if they no. don't win the NFC? Nope, disaster. <laughs> They're so much better than everybody else. They've beaten the Eagles. They've beaten the Cowboys. They can't lose to golf. So what do you? The Rams beat you again? Who you 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 own them, but only in the regular season? Well, we'll see what happens this week. Just go through the list. Like, you're going to lose to McCarthy at home? You're going to lose to the Eagles at home? You're going to lose to Goff at home? Just name the game in the NFC Championship game that they lose that doesn't feel like a disaster. Yeah. Well, they're going to be – are they a seven-point favorite in every NFC game? Minimum? This, you think it's – I mean, they go back to the – is it too much, quote-unquote, exposure to make the Cowboys that big of an underdog if you're Vegas? I mean, the Niners beat them fucking by 100. I know. But if they're the two seed, uh, that feels to me like four and a half, which is a lot of, but four and a half is a lot. You think that's not enough? I mean, they've, they've beat them three straight times. The last time they played them, they killed them, and the game's at home. I think the number's closer to seven than it is four. Yeah. Maybe it's not quite just because of the championship. Five and a half? 
I think it's I think it starts at six, and I think people start hammering it. I think the Packers are the Rams. I mean, you're talking ten points. I think the Eagles is over a touchdown. Uh, I, you know, Tampa. If depending on you know, I don't. I'd have to think about like if all the high seeds, so it'd be like two, three, one, four, and they played Tampa or Car. <laughs> I you know what's that twelve point line? Yeah, fourteen. Who would you rather play, Tampa or mm. the Saints? Tampa. You'd rather play? Are you just? Oh, I go ahead. I think Derek Carr would be a disaster against them in a second round playoff game because they'd be coming off so much momentum. They just upset the Eagles in the Big Easy. I feel like they lose that game forty-five to ten, and he throws like two pick sixes to like, not even Charvarius to like uh fucking Logan Ryan, you know, or something. I, I think, I think that would be bad. I could see Bay. I could see Tampa just, you know, losing, but like respectfully just outplayed whatever. I could see the saints and Derek. It, wait, he threw for 67 yards and seven t- interceptions. I, my decision was just based on the saints being a better defense, but they did beat the shit out of Tampa. Like Baker. Yeah, I mean it's he was hurt. Trent did make it through Browns or Ravens. Yeah. I mean, you got you got a bunch of hurt guys right now. You got to get healthy. So all right. On that note. Later. Later, everybody.